Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Our goal is to create conversations. That's what arrow.net is all about. A R R O E.net. All right, let's podcast. Episode number 143 with Hugh Hinney and Dan Knight from the podcast Pennies Going Raw. You guys, you guys have really created a, a, a product here that is so down to earth. And I wish that all financial advisors spoke your tongue and the way that you guys are so down to earth and honest about how, how things can grow if you just give it a chance. I love it, man. Thank you so much. I mean, that was kind of the goal of it. Add some life and, and give some, some foresight, hopefully. Yeah, well, that, means, that means a lot to us. Because, I mean, the thing is, is that so many of us are regular, everyday, average people think that, you know, that, that financial advisors and people that run the stock market are like, are like warriors or, and or preachers. And it's like, oh, we have to listen to what they say. And it's like, no, you guys give me an opportunity as a listener to, you know, to sit there and really dig in to a simple thought. For instance, let's talk about supercuts. Boy, you changed there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, look, I thought thought we had it, but uh, didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> how how is it that you, you know when when you guys go in to do your podcast? Are, did you show prep, or is this is this experience meeting experience, which blossoms into old faithful? Uh, option number two for sure. Sometimes, like if we if we need an outline, we're like, Hey, cause I mean, sometimes we hop in there and we're like, what the hell are we going to talk about for 45 minutes? But other times, I mean, we can really just, we know what to talk about due to the, there was something that so big that happened that week that we just know we have to talk about. Are people making a lot of mistakes because, you know, I mean, this thing with Bitcoin where people are becoming instant millionaires and stuff, my financial guy says, you're not going to Bitcoins. And I, I just sit there and I just want to argue with him. Yeah, no, I mean, after 2020, the market was so hot and so many new people get in. Then the whole GameStop thing happened. You're seeing stocks that were going 2,000%. And even if you got in after it went up 500%, you still could make money. So you led to bad habits. And if you didn't correct them fast enough, yeah, I mean, there are some people that blew it up. Yeah. If you look at like the data points, it, it happens every bubble or every, you know, every huge market uh, correction. It, tons of people make tons of money. And then uh, unfortunately, like the statistics are are horribly the other way once uh, once things start to correct. Uh, I, the, just with the rise of like social media and the crypto market, you know, you're able to see how many people truly were able to make, you know, millions of dollars overnight. Um, but uh, unfortunately, and that's like one of the things that we always talk about, like it, it really is terrible because it's similar to like winning the lottery where 
you know, people will go out. Yeah, spend you never. Yeah, you never. You never hear good good endings about people winning the lottery. You know, is is it kind of scary when NFL players such as the guy you know Tepper with the Carolina Panthers has made his billions or his millions by 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 doing what he does? And to me, you know, it, it's like he's taking a gamble, and now he's he's got an NFL team. It, it's. Yeah. So everything inside the market is obviously, you know, it, it comes down to probabilities and risk and everything like that. And so, you know, when you talk about some, some, you know, some hedge funds who take on five, 600 times their leverage. Yeah. That's totally, you know, it, that's, that's completely risk off. But uh, someone like him, you know, if you take, if you take his strategy, you know, yeah, he's made billions of dollars, but he's also, his fund was like, you know, a hundred billion dollars so you know you do you have enough good years of returns you know and you make 20 percent on a hundred billion you know the funds bringing in 20 billion yeah you guys really opened up my eyes when you were talking about how yeah it feels good to have three great weeks on the stock market but no no we because that means we could have six months of a dry spell yeah no i mean it's it's one of those things where you always have to be looking ahead and kind of Hey, I'm going through this right now, but this next few weeks can just completely obliterate these past few months. One one of the things that I've I've noticed a lot lately in talking with people and stuff like that is that they want to become their own person. You know, they they've made it so easy to where they can buy and sell stocks and stuff like that. We still need the experts like yourself, right? I mean, we we need to be we need to have leadership. I think that there needs to be leadership, but also if people don't become their own traders, they'll never be able to get it on their own. Because I mean, yeah, you can look to some people for guidance, but like we always say, look at these guys with the big followings, making these calls more as a scanner, you know, Hey, these are ideas, but we're not pressing buy and sell for you. Yeah. That's what we really love about, about what we do with the podcast is because you know, uh, Dan and I are learning as we go. I mean, two weeks ago, I had like a pretty big loss, like while we were recording. And it's one of those things where, you know, it's kind of like all of us are just kind of going through it together. And maybe Dan and I are just a few steps ahead of everyone else, uh, which is like so cool about the market is that even though I'm going on year nine, uh, I still feel like I'm only learned like the tip of the iceberg and that there's so much more to learn with like the ever changing market. It's so interesting you bring that up because when, when we lose, uh, my, my wife gets a little freaky and stuff like that and I go look at that we, we, we got to go back to the beginning when we started this and compare it to where we've grown to now you just because we lost today doesn't mean that we're going to lose in in the days ahead and I think so many people want to just freak out and start selling everything because it looks bad yeah no I mean and, and that's one of the ways people fail hey if this stock's down I'm scared I'm gonna sell it well mm-hmm. then it goes up and then uh oh no now stocks suck because you know this always <laughs> happens to me hey every time I get in a stock it goes down every time I sell it it goes up and and that you just can't have that mentality and that's where we try to help people hey this is the mentality hey this is the support this is the resistance you know th- here's why you shouldn't sell here and you should actually be added now, now in yep. listening to Penny's uh, going raw, one of the things I, th- I think I'm right on this, and I, I really share this with my wife. You guys, in, in a in a very professional way, see businesses that are struggling, but you help reinvent them. You help give them a second chance and grow them forward. Uh, there's definitely been times in the past where it seems like that happened, mainly with the whole like GameStop and AMC yeah. thing. When yeah, with like when one of our friends, Zach Morris, decided, hey, I think, you know, with GameStop having all these shorts and they're trying to destroy this failing company with all these employees that we all used to love. AMC is very similar. And, you know, it just seems like, hey, 
did we just save the American movie chain or <laughs> <laughs> early retirement seems to be all over the headlines. It seems, you know, what was it like 4 million people quit their jobs last month? And, and, and they said that it's because of early retirement. Is, is that healthy for the economy? Because I'm sitting back going, ah, somebody, it doesn't last forever. No, it, it comes down to, I mean, I'll take, uh, I'll take the internet bubble for instance, like 98, 99. I mean, we saw something similar. Yeah. You saw, you saw tons of stocks, you know, Amazon, your Googles, your your Yahoo go a, a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand percent, and tons of people, you know, felt like, hey, if I could just do this one more time, then uh, then you know, I'll be, I'll have you know, forty million dollars, and I'll be done. But th- that's the thing is that is that we're wired to think that you know, when when we kind of get lucky, that it'll happen again. But then at the same token, you know, you had tons of people who were selling their four hundred one k's at bottom and getting out because every time that we see red or you know we see fear and panic you know we decide to sell so it's one of those things where from an economic standpoint uh it, it it'll actually be okay is because people will continue to spend but the bigger worry is when you continue to spend you know you pay taxes then you continue to spend and then you know you think that this will happen again and then you lose again and then you know you really don't have a stable income anymore you you guys are the Generation Z Dave Ramsey, aren't you? I mean, you got you guys are that real about this. I'm blushing that you just said that. I I love Dave Ramsey. Not all of his. I don't agree with all of his ideas because I guess uh, you know, like I have like a different outlook on some of the th- on some things, but like credit and stuff. But I love Dave Dave Ramsey. It's it's like Dave Ramsey with uh, Jim Cramer energy. <laughs> yeah. So true. <laughs> it's, yeah, because you make it so every day. I remember when I when I discovered the podcast, it was it was one of those where I'm going, wait a second, AM talk radio could never do anything like this because you guys are so genuinely real and you and you're not talking necessarily to the bankers, you're talking to real people. Yeah, I mean, and and you have to because I mean sometimes people would even our listeners would be like, hey, I think you're interviewing too many of these people, or hey, why are you interviewing CEOs? We want we want to hear the real the traders we want to know what they're going through because we we realize a lot of times we'll have the ceos on and all they do is it just seems like they're just trying to sell their stock and you know we want the the real experience yeah one one of the things that i in talking with a lot of friends and stuff like that they are so afraid of touching their earnings because of those damn taxes oh my god (laughs) yeah i mean at the end of the day you know listen nobody wants to pay taxes but it, there's very few ways to truly get around them. And at the end of the day, having a lot of money to pay to the government in taxes is a good problem to have. Problem. Yeah. Like that's, that's truly what it comes down to. Um, you know, we do say we do the saying is always, uh, you know, you only have to get rich once. Uh, you kind of got to get rich twice because when you pay taxes, <laughs> you know, I'm in New Jersey. Yeah. I could pay 50% in taxes. So, you know, yes, you only need to get rich once, but then you need to get rich a second time after you pay taxes. Do you guys ever sit back reading the headlines and stuff like that and see that all of those stimulus checks basically went to make basically buying candy and they could have invested that money. It it just seems like the the generation has kind of become a little reckless because free things have been handed out. It, oh. it seemed like that for a bit, but at the same time, I think those stim- oh, like those stimulus checks, a good bit of them as well, went in, went into the market. Yeah. I don't think like we see that crazy retail run. I mean, everyone was home. Everyone had an extra twelve hundred dollars in their pocket, and you know, day trading was the hot thing. And I think it actually helped create a lot of new traders. 
for either good or bad. <laughs> it definitely bought liquidity. And but Arrow, to your point about uh, about you know seeing where money could have been invested, if I see if we see somebody out that uh, you know maybe they're spending frivolously, yeah, I'll 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 have that conversation with that random person. Uh, dude, we are not afraid to do that. I am. (laughs) Uh, Listeners are going to become addicted to your guys' theory on red light, green light, and and they need to know about that because you guys take that, you know, to to a game day playoff. Yeah, no, and and we say it all the time. I mean, you got to hit hard when the market's hot, and and it goes in seasons. And when it's cold, you you need to stay inside. And by stay inside, (laughs) I mean don't trade. Like I always say, party close to the door, so when the cops come, you can be the first one out. Because I mean, when you start seeing it go bad, you don't want to be the guy that's getting out at the bottom. You want to sell. You want to get out at the top. <laughs> it, it, it truly is so cool that that you know that you're we live inside a world and especially like this career where you know you have no ceiling but then uh comes no floor i mean uh it, like we truly have no floor so it's one of those things where it's where it's super super cool when everything's you know super hot and you're making tons of money but then yeah you go through like a two-week drawdown and i mean i i know for me for instance like i'm sitting there like oh yeah i don't need this pack of gum no this four dollars no not not this yeah, week after after last week, I was browsing job opportunities on Indeed, you know? I mean, like, you go through those weeks where it's just like, hey, man, is this one for, is this for me? <laughs> How did you guys get past the Unlucky 7? And let me explain what that is. Uh, I, because I do, I host an iHeartRadio channel called uh, Podcrashing. It's all, it's all about teaching people how to properly podcast. And Unlucky 7 are those people that get up to the 7th show and then realize, eh, I'm not in the mood for this anymore. But you guys are over 100 episodes strong and growing forward. How do you deal with your jobs and then and because i don't ever hear in any of your shows oh i gotta go do a podcast oh no because we say that before we record <laughs> no but um no it, it started out like and we we got through these first like 10 or 15 episodes and, yeah. and we took a break and we weren't sure if we were going to come back and and then we just got so much demand guys come on i used to love your show i've listened to the same 15 episodes 14 times now and we're like well we have an obligation you know we we felt the necessity that we you know and we we didn't make a dime off of it for like the first nine months but just the uh just the feedback we got from the community uh we just felt like you know we had to keep doing it yeah and i know for I know for me, at least, uh, you know, like it, it kind of works into a, where, you know, I stopped going to therapy and just, you know, <laughs> ranting on the podcast. Uh, so, so, you know, even when I'm having like those tough weeks or something, it's like, I don't want to do this, but it, it's like those messages that we get like, Hey, Hey man, like I, I was inside like the similar situation this week, but seeing, you know, hearing you lose, you know, a hundred thousand dollars made my $500 loss, like not feel too bad. Like, yep. thanks man. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's just made me feel worse. But thanks from like the emotional backhanded thing. compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know that's the reason why they have magazine racks up there by the cash register at a grocery store because everybody else's life is crap. When but when you go up there and pay for the food, I I don't mind spending four hundred bucks because I'm not them back there on that magazine cover. <laughs> that's a really good point. I didn't even know that. That's awesome. <laughs> well, one of the things, I'm going to give you a radio term here. So many program directors and consultants always tell radio people, you're too inside, you're too inside. What I love about your podcast is that you're not too inside and that you're everywhere everywhere out here with us. 
Yeah, no, I mean, we just, we don't want to be like too in the industry. We yeah, want to make yeah. sure we get everyone involved. I mean, because I mean, that's the thing. It's because we're all trading the same thing. We see the same thing every day. It's not like one of us is in accounting and, and you know, one of us is in marketing and one of us is in sales. We are all buying and selling stocks. And it, it may be different. Some people, and like, like I said, I mean, people dislike each other in this community too because, hey, some people want to short a stock. They want it to go down and you want it to go up. Well, now we have conflicting interests. <laughs> one, yeah. one, one of my good friends, uh, I should say past good friend, was, and I, I lost a friendship because of a comment that I made on the air, and that is that, that I went on the air and said, this guy has a great radio show, but what he's promoting is legalized gambling. I always believe that we work in the stock market is legalized gambling. Do you guys, does this mean you're going to hang up on me? <laughs> no, no, I actually love that question because here's the thing. At the end of the day, if you can create it, it yes, you can totally go into the stock market and similar to a casino, you could say, I'm going to buy this stock and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Uh, but the difference is that if you create a systematic approach to the stock market and you figure out your probabilities and you create a winning edge you know, something with edge, something with strategy, then, uh, you know, it, it's similar to like counting cards inside the kids, inside the casino. If I can go to the stock market and I can say, Hey, if this, this, this happens, then there's a 70% chance that this will go up 10%. Yep. That is to me, that is the difference right there. When you find edge, when you can create a systematic approach that can be replicated multiple times and, uh, and you have a, you know, probability or a winning rate, then, uh, then that's the difference for me. So to answer your question, yes, you totally can just come to the market. And, you know, and the biggest thing is taking out those variables, like taking out like the, like the, yeah, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to do this here. Oh, excuse me. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to curse. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to curse. <laughs> no, man, that's, but, that's, that's what I love about your show. In fact, I was going to bring that up. I, that, that's the realism that, I mean, when, when you, when, when I'm listening to the show and you guys drop a bomb like that, I'm going, oh my God, it's, it's like, I'm sitting here having a conversation and, and, and just, and I, I'm just taking it all in. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we like to think about it like, hey, if people can talk about sports at a bar, I mean, it just seems like a bar stool conversation, yep. two dudes. I mean, hey, man, I got wrecked on this this week <laughs> and it sucks. Or, well, I, I made money. It's just something too you know, I, I just say two dudes, but I mean, anyone can talk about like, well, they're just, you know, kicking back, having a beer. It just seems like it comes into conversation a lot more just in the past year and a half, just because of how many more people are trading. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so cool when like one of our friends that we had on, like I, I was trading something and he was trading the same thing. I lost money and he made money. And it's one of those things where it's similar, like, you know, if you're sports gambling or you're talking about like, oh, like, I can't believe Brady threw two interceptions. You know, and that's like that's like how we love to talk about it. Like that's our thing. Yeah, it's like our fantasy roster is our portfolio, and we yeah. get mad whenever <laughs> our players don't do great this week. Like I need I need my players going going hard, or I can't afford to go home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Have any financial advisors across the country knocked on your door saying, "Shut up! I people pay me for this stuff, man. You guys are just giving it away." Some of our best friends are uh, like one of our best friends is a CNBC contributor and he's a financial advisor. And all we've really gotten is positive feedback. I mean, That's from awesome. accountants, you know, like uh, like we always towards the end of the year, we always talk about taxes and stuff. And like w the one thing that we always talk about is that 
it, until May, until last May, none of neither of us had our uh, college degrees. So we're like, hey, like, you know, don't like take this with a grain of salt. But this is this is, you know, some of the things that we know about. And uh, and we thought that we would catch some heat for it because, again, you know, not only did we are we not CPAs, but we don't have college degrees. And uh, <laughs> all we got was like tons of support from like actual accountants and actual CPAs. Like uh, I remember one message that we got was like, hey, fellas, like uh, I'm an actual like I work for a big four company. And I heard you know, one of the things that you talked about and I went upstairs and asked my boss and he was like, yeah, no, that's a totally, a, that's a total thing. He was like, I literally commented on one of your things. Like these guys have no idea what they're talking about. And he's like, so I'm so sorry. Like I, like I have to figure out how to delete that now. So yeah, it, it's, really it's the, fi it's the financial advisors. If they, if they care about the money, yeah, they may not like us, but if they care about helping like education. You know, yeah. Yeah. Helping educate the people on, you know, smart things and the how to, use your money properly or save i mean that i think you know not not to brag i think they should like us <laughs> you are every reason why podcasting needs to stay a part of our lives because i mean you're using it right it is a tool and i'm just so proud of you guys for doing pennies going raw um hey thank, thank you, you for so having much. us come back anytime man the door is always going to be open for you guys Oh, I'll be knocking at like four in the morning. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm usually up by about 4.15. So, okay, come on over. I, actually, I interviewed <laughs> some people from Australia, Little River Band. And because they're over there in Australia, I had to do an interview like at four o'clock in the morning. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> uh -huh. oh, yeah. Well, be brilliant today, you two. All right. Thank, thank you, you so much. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.